0: This is the Kitzar of the Sicha on Pikri Yavis, the 3rd Patek, in Cheilik Zion on page 365. The Rabbi begins with the Mishnah, The Rebbe begins Maimer. the Mishnah, For the welfare of the government, If not for fear of law and order of the government, Then one would swallow his fellow alive. The question here is, we know the Gemara says, One that wants to be a Chassid, should learn and, and fulfill what it says in Masech Davis, which means we're speaking about things that are So how could the Mishnah here be telling us a lesson about not swallowing his fellow alive? This is something which is obvious and basic, and the Mishnah of doesn't have to teach it to us. Especially that what the Mishnah is speaking about over here is not only regarding this kind of behavior that could happen in the world, around, amongst Goyim, But everything that happens in the world begins with Yidin. So we're talking over here about this kind of behavior amongst Yidin. How is that possible that we should say that there's a Yid, that we have to give him a hirah, a lesson, not to swallow and his friend alive? And who are we speaking to? To the person that wants to be a Chassid? Besides this, the question is, if the Mishnah actually means that one Yid shouldn't harm another, shouldn't touch his life or even harm him financially, why would the Mishnah use this unusual expression, Chaim Bloy? Why doesn't the Mishnah use the expression of Harige or Gzeile? That's the usual expression. What does it mean, Chaim Bloy? The Mishnah continues in the same Mishnah. Two people sitting together and they're not speaking words of Torah. It's a Leitzim. Two people that sit and learn Taita together, so the Shechinah dwells amongst them, and as the Rebbe will bring later, the Pusik, that is the source for this idea. So now, the point here is, you have two parts in the same Mishnah that seem to be not connected to each other whatsoever. The division of the Mishnais is also precise, so the question is, what is the connection between these two different subjects that are brought up in the very same Mishnah? So, the explanation over here is, as said, obviously, Perki is being Mili the is not discussing the fact that a Yid should not in any way harm Re'eu, his, his friend or another Yid. Rather, when it says Chaim bloy, what this means is that he doesn't want to touch another Yid. But, Chaim bloy means that the way, the attitude that the person has towards his fellow is, that he sort of swallows him. He doesn't give him space. He doesn't give him any independence. What this is speaking about is, when there's a person that is tak on a higher level, and therefore he's learning perkyofs, he knows teireh, he fulfills mitzvahs. And as a result of these great mailas that he has, this brings him to a conclusion that I have to teach this person. I have to show him the way how to fulfill mitzvahs. And therefore you sort of, condescendingly swallow him by having him follow everything you do without giving him any space to think and to grow on his own. That's Chaim B'loy. He's alive, he's living, but he's swallowed up under your spell by you giving him guidance and everything and not allowing him to live for himself. That's the meaning of Chaim B'loy. So here the Mishnah gives us the guidance of how a person could help himself to have the right attitude towards another yid. And again, we're not speaking about a shaita, a rasha, or a gas ruach, where this is coming from a very bad place. But rather, we're speaking about someone that is, an, is really on a higher level, and is learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. And therefore, logically, he says, this is my position to teach and to show the other person. And the other person has really no idea, no clue, and no, no reason to listen to his opinion at all. And that's why he has this condescending attitude to this other person. So the only way, the only Eitze, that a person should be able to change his attitude and have a more balanced approach to his friend and give him his independence, is not with a Seichel de Gechesh but rather by having the proper yira Shemayim. The yira of the Eibishter, knowing that he's standing in front of Hashem. And that feeling of Yiddish will give him the power to be able to treat another person properly, as great as you may be. And that's what the Mishnah means when it says, <shlomashomalchus> that you should pay attention to the peace of the government or the welfare of the government that's here in this world. Shloy Mishnah Malchus really connects a person back and inspires them to remember about the source of this Malchus. <shlomashomalchim> As Chazal tell us, <shlomashomalchim> that everything the way it is in the kingdom, in the government here below, is similar to the way it is in the heavenly kingdom. And the reason for this is because the source of the kingdom here in this world, actually comes from the minister that there is above, and then higher and higher, all the way back, to Melech, Malche, and Malche, Baruch So therefore, one that's learning Pirkei Yavis, and he looks at the way the government is here in this world, so what he really looks at, and what he really senses and sees even, is that this is an expression of the Ebeshe's Malucha. And when he sees the Malucha in the world that's running properly, that means that there's a full revelation of the Ebeshe's Malucha in the world. And therefore the shalom of the Malchus that he sees in the world, which is really a full expression of the Abish's Malucha in the world, brings the Yid to a proper Yiddish Shemayim from the Ebish to himself. And that's what will influence this person not to have any feeling of Hisnasos, of feeling better and holier than thou, that another person has to follow and listen to everything that I say. Because when you stand in front of Hashem, as we say in the nusach of Davining, the be Shebikdoilem, the greatest, and the smallest and simplest Yid are all one and the same. And therefore you have that attitude when you deal with another Yid. However, the Mishnah here stresses have a that You have to daven for this. You have to daven to have this kind of attitude. And the reason is because the sahara is a umam He's very good at his work and he distracts a yid. Even if a yid comes to this conclusion and this he understands the malchus of the Ebeshe that he sees here in the malchus in this world. But over time, Yitzhahot can cause a person to forget about this until completely focused just on himself again and have this negative attitude to his friend, to sort of swallow him alive. Therefore we say mispallow, that the Yid has to beg Hashem, turn to Hashem and daven to Hashem, that the Eid with his kindness should give him the power. You have to have Hashem's assistance to overcome this and to have the proper recognition of the Malchus of the Eid, and therefore treat another Yid that you're with in the right way. Now here, when now we understand, comes the next part of the Mishnah. Where the Mishnah says, <speaking in Hebrew> So now we can understand that just like the first part of the Mishnah is discussing the right attitude that you have towards your friend without the Chaim B'loy, without swallowing him alive. So where is this expressed? This is expressed in the way you learn Teireh with, with your friend. There <speaking in> you has to be two that are sitting together and learning Teireh. And Dafkeh, in the Ain of limudat Taida, it expresses where the person lies, what, what's the real mohos of the person. And the reason is because we're speaking of here about a person that's learning perkeh which means this is a person that's looking to be a chassid. So that he's he, he, learning taida, he definitely learns taydeh. So the place to really measure and understand who this person is, is to look at the way he learns taydeh. Because that's the real life of a yid. All other things that a person has in his life are not real and not eternal. It doesn't tell you the truth about who the person is. You see it only in Teireh. So when you look at the kind of bitul the person has in his learning of Teireh, that will show you if he really has the right attitude towards his friend. And the Mishnah says that in learning Teireh, it has to be Shnayim Sheyashven. It's two that are sitting together. Two sitting together, like an yeshiva sitting together on the same bench. I'm not better than you. You're not better than me even if the other person is on a lower level than you, but nevertheless, we're the same. We're sitting together. I'm not this big Rosh Hashiva, and you're just a simple student that belongs in the back of the classroom. No, we're on the same level. And to really come to this kind of a feeling that we are one, has to come with absolute Bittal, that you're standing right in front of Hashem. And that's when the Shekhinah dwells amongst you. And here, when you have this kind of a Bittal, you'll have the Shekhinah that comes down, as the Mishnah says, the Shekhinah Shriya B'nai'em, not only through the recognition that a person can work on and come to, through his his isbainanos, thinking about the malchus that he sees in this world, but the Shechina will dwell directly without that Eslapshos in the malchus of the Ara and you'll have the full shleimus of Yireh that comes from the revelation, that comes from the Abishra's initiative, that the comes down and dwells amongst you. This also explains... The, the pasik that the Mishnah brings, Nidmuru, So simply this pasik is the raya that two sit together and learn Taita because it says that they converse with one another in taita. But the question is, if we're talking about learning Taita, why does the pasik emphasize Hashem? That these are God fearing Yidin? Elamai, the answer is because we're talking about this kind of learning Torah, not just Stam learning Torah, but learning Torah that comes after what we learned in the first part of the Mishnah, the real Yiddish Shemayim that comes through seeing the Shloyma Shal Malchus, which leads the Yid back to Melach Malchi Hamloch HaMakadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, as a result of that, when he learns Torah, his learning of Torah is also Yiddish Hashem Ishal that he sees himself as equal together with his friend. As opposed to the ishes re'achayim beloy, not swallowing his friend alive, and then he learns taita in this way. What's the focus in the taita that he learns? Chaysh Shmai. He sees the taita not just for the avon of the logic, the seichel that there isn't taita but the fact that the taita is Sov shalakadish baruch It's the abish's name, the bittel that he has, and is learning taita when he learns together with his friend.